Cool basketball. It bounces off the rim, no good. Rebound brought down by Foster. Outlet pass front court, a little underthrown, but Chagru gets it underneath to Hunt, and Hunt will lay it up and in. Today, it's live coverage of the Nebraska State Championships from Pinnacle Bank Arena in Lincoln. High School Basketball on ESPN Radio is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. Tied at 48 with 2.45 remaining in the basketball game. Bounce pass all the way, Stroh, Stroh, uncontested the other way. Dunk. Six programs will hoist a state championship trophy today, and you can hear every game right here on ESPN Tri-Cities. It's time to crown our next state champion, but first, it's the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll take you live to Pinnacle Bank Arena in Lincoln right after this word from Hogemeyer Hybrids. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. And good afternoon, everyone. Welcome back to Pinnacle Bank Arena in Lincoln for continuing coverage of the 2019 Boys State High School Basketball Championships. With our producer-engineer, Stacy Johns, I'm Doug Duda on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show, getting ready for the C2 State Final, where UTAN is taking on Bancroft, Rosalie, Lions, Decatur. For most of this game, we will refer to them as BRLD to keep it a little more of a tongue twister. But for BRLD, this is a program that has recently consolidated. They were here last year. In fact, uh, they went on and played UTAN in the consolation game last year. UTAN coming in with a good football resume. Now they're here in the state basketball final for the first time since 1979. And in 1979, they were the runner-up to who? Lions High School, part of BRLD. Uh, Lions Decatur made it to state only once in 1994, but Bancroft Rosalie has had some recent success, winning it all in 2014, and then trying to repeat in 2015, they lost in double overtime to Exeter Milligan. So you've got some really, really storied here on part of this, and now you bring BRLD all together, and they have been pretty good since coming together in all of the sports, especially on the boys' side. They come in at 26-1 and on the season, their only loss of the year, coming to Howell's Dodge way back in December. For UTAN, they come in with a record of 23-5. and Their losses have been to Freeman twice. They also lost to Wahoo and Auburn, of course, who were in the C1 state field, and Auburn winning the state title today and Ashland Greenwood by three. So uh, they have very good resumes, as most teams do when they come to the state high school basketball final. We will have the starting lineups and a whole lot more coming up, but we're halfway done on this championship Saturday. The morning started with history for Auburn, hitting a three-pointer with one and a half seconds to go to winning the school's first ever title. They hadn't been here since 85 when they were beaten by one in the semifinal by Valentine. So this morning they win the lowest-scoring C1 game in tournament history, 30-29. to 29. Then in Class D1, Humphrey Lindsay Holy Family pulled away in the fourth quarter to beat Bergen 61-46 to and deny Bergen the girl-boy sweep here in the state championship. So no uh, championship there for Bergen, but Humphrey Lindsay Holy Family wins it. And then another epic in Class B. We had so many good games in Class B. Yesterday, both semifinals, overtime and double overtime. 
Omaha Ron Colley becomes the first team in tournament history to play in three overtime games at State, but it didn't go their way in double overtime today. They beat Aurora in double overtime yesterday. Today they lose to Pius in double overtime, 71-59. Class A will have Omaha Central taking on Omaha South. That'll be our approximate 6.30 game here on ESPN. And then we finish the night with another surprise final in D2. Johnson Brock, who had lost to Fall City Sacred Heart three times this year, beat him in the semifinals last night, 48-45. And Osmond defeated Riverside, handing them their only loss of the year, 62-50. That was on the heels of trailing Loomis at halftime in the quarterfinals on Thursday. All of the consolation games are in the books. Ogallala, who suffered their only loss of the year yesterday, had a nice impressive win today over Wahoo, 74-63. In C2, Ponca, the perennial state champ, picked up a 52-43 win over Centennial. In D1, Paxton jumped out early and beat Elm Creek 62-48. And in D2, Riverside gets a little bit of a wrench as they're able to defeat Falls City Sacred Heart 59-54. So Sacred Heart came into the state tournament with one loss, then had their best player get hurt, one at the buzzer against Blue Hill on Thursday, fell to Johnson Brock by three yesterday and by five to Riverside today. So that's what's going on here at the State High School Basketball Tournament on this Saturday. Three more games, and we're looking forward to bringing you all of them here on Central Nebraska's ESPN Radio Superstation, KXPN Kearney, and KICS Hastings. You can also listen online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. PlatteRiverPreps.com, our internet streaming, brought to you as always by Barney Insurance, Kearney, Lexington, Holdridge, and Lincoln. Their exclusive radio home for the state championships here in Nebraska is ESPN Radio. Now, the Chieftains of Utah will be the home team today. They'll wear the white uniforms with wet red trim, the dark black uniforms with a little blue and gold trim for BRLD, making their first appearance in the finals as a consolidated school, as we said, only together the last couple of years. We'll take a look at the starting lineups and get you ready for tip of the C2 state championship right after this on ESPN. Mary Lanning's been a very successful hospital in the area, a long-standing service to the community for over 100 years now. One of the important things that set Mary Lanning apart is its focus on safety and service to the community. My family grew up in this area. My parents both went to Hastings High School and my grandparents lived in the town. So I think it's, it's part of the culture here in the Midwest. So I think it just is carrying over from the culture in this area to being practiced through the hospital. I liked the idea of coming to a smaller community and providing the service that a neurosurgeon can provide. It means that the patients have the confidence that they can get high-level treatment at their local hospital. My name is Dr. Scott Bell. I'm a neurosurgeon at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. There's just one place where students are students first, and athletics are played with purpose and perspective. That place is your local high school. High school sports offer more than the joy of competition. Studies show that student-athletes in Nebraska are also likely to enjoy greater levels of achievement in other areas of their lives, including academics. High school sports, a winning part of a complete education. This message presented by the Nebraska School Activities Association and the Nebraska State Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. 
Let's take a look now at this Donnie lineup for today's C2 State Championship brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. First off, for BRLD, the Wolverines will go with number 11, a 5'10'' junior, Will Gatsmeyer. He averages just under 9 points and 2 rebounds a game. Number 12 is a 6'4'' sophomore, Dylan Butler. He averages 12.5 points and 7 rebounds a game. He's one of three players that average in double figures. Number 15 is 5'11'' sophomore, Lucas Vogt. 13 points, 5 boards a game. Number 20, 5'10'' junior, Darwin Snyder. He is averaging just about 11 points and 1.5 rebounds. And number 34, 6 foot 4 inch junior, Jackson Johnson. He averages 10 points, so there's four players, as we uh, say, averaging double digits and 6.5 rebounds per ball game. For BRLD, they will be a much deeper team than UTAN as far as uh, point scores and players that they'll rotate in the game. But as you hear, no senior starters and only one senior on the team for head coach Corey Meyer, assisted by Weston Swanson, Aaron Stemmen, and Matt Wegner. They are number one at 26-1. They defeated Guardian Angels and Omaha Nation in the sub-districts, hasting St. Cecilia in the district final, 48-41. And here at State, BRLD defeated Howells Dodge 70-51, the only team that had beaten them this year. And then yesterday, holding Centennial to 25 points in a 54-25 victory. They come out of the East Husker Conference and making their second trip to state as a consolidated squad. But as we said, Bancroft, Rosalie, the 2014 champ, and the 2015 runner-up. For UTAN, number four is a six-foot junior. That's Trey Knutson. He averages 16 points to lead the team and two rebounds. Number 10, 5'11-inch sophomore is Brady Tim, 11 points and three rebounds. Number 12, 6'2 senior Clinton Nelson, 5.5 points and three rebounds. Number 24, 6'5-inch junior is Colby Dakota. Dakota averages 12.5 points and 8.5 boards. And number 42, 6'4 senior Jason Simon, 6 points, 3.5 rebounds a game. The head coach is Justin Peterson, assisted by Mitch Wenlot and Kevin Rogers, 23 Three and five, defeating Takema Herman and Elmwood Murdoch in the sub districts, Tri County in the district final, 54 to 25. And here at State, they beat Sutton 55 45 and Ponca 46 to 42 out of the East Central Nebraska Conference, making their 13th trip to state and their third trip to the finals in the modern era, the first since 1979. And those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the Better Bank, and Carney will tip it off after this on ESPN. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of Railroad on 1st. On the bricks, downtown. Carney for a free estimate. You've been listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Contact Terry and Jason Stark here, Hogemeyer Hybrid Seed Dealer. UTAN will go from left to right in BRLD. 
will go from right to left as you listen along your radio dial as we get the second session of the 2019 Boys State Championships underway here on ESPN Radio. For U10, Brady Tim is not the leading scorer on the season, but he's got 45 points through the first two games. On the other side, Lucas Vote has 36 points through the first two games and 29 for Dylan Butler. He put up 21 in their opening round contest. Chris Marachik and his crew have the championship game here in C2. And the ball is in the air, and the opening tip is going to be controlled here by BRLD. They're going to get an outlet to the front court. UTAN thought they got it in the layup. BRLD is good by Will Gatzmeyer. Looked like they were not going to win the tip, so everybody headed to the one side. And on the other side, you saw Gatzmeyer get free. So 2 to nothing. BRLD with the lead. With the left-hand dribble to the baseline is going to be Dakota. Dakota kicks it back out of the wing, trying to trap. Ball loose on the floor. We're going to get a jump. The arrow will point the way. Well, let's find out. Who did they give the opening tip to? They say this is going to BRLD. They're going to say UTAN actually controlled the opening tip and had it stolen away. So a little bit of a break there for BRLD. I wasn't sure anybody actually had control of that opening tip. So BRLD forces two turnovers here in the first 30 seconds of the game, and they've got the basketball. Working against a UTAN man-to-man defense here. Kick it over on the right wing. Back to the top of the circle, right in front of us here. They'll go to Lucas Vogt. Good ball dribble. Gets it on the floor, takes it to the rack, and has it blocked off the glass by Simon. And Utan will run the other way with Brady Tim. Over on the left-hand wing, looking at a three is Knutson, but decides not to take it. Back to the top of the circle, Simon. Both teams have a little height here. 6'4", 6'5", three-pointer, right wing on the way for Utan. Off the heel, no good. Rebound brought down by Gatsmeyer and BRLD. We'll bring it into the front court here with Will, who averages just under nine points a game, and he's the low scorer on the team. With that on the left elbow, driving to the baseline, we're going to get a foul before Jackson Johnson can get it to the hoop. First foul of the game here called on the Chieftains. And this one's going to go on Jason Simon. This is the guy you don't want to get into foul trouble. I mean, Dakota's 6'5", but he's 6'4", and can get inside. He's going to be working here on Jackson Johnson. A big boy here for BRLD. Inbounds pass out top to Gatsmeyer. He'll just slowly look things over on a high one for drive by his defender, take it in and get fouled. And if it's on Simon, he's just got two fouls, and I think that's exactly where this one's going to go. He had to slide down for some help. And Jason Simon has picked up his second foul 90 seconds into the ball game here. And so checking in will be Will Hayes, a 5'9 junior. And Gatsmeyer will get some free throws here before we see him check in. So everything gets situated, and Gatsmeyer looks to put a free throw on the board, and he will. So he's got the first three points of the ball game here for BRLD. And now coming in will be Will Hayes, and it'll be a long time on the bench, I assume, for Jason Simon. 2,090 seconds, second free throw up, and it is in. So Gatsmeyer knocks them both down here in the tournament. Simon had not scored yesterday, so maybe they won't have a big miss there. He had seven points in the opener. As Utan down by a score of 4 to nothing, has the basketball at the top of the key. Dribble drive by Brady Tim, now kicks it back out to Hayes. Hayes looks over to Coach Peterson, and they'll set the offense up here with Trey Knutson. 
He's out near midcourt on the right side against the man-to-man. Lob it into the high post. Good handoff here on a curl screen. They'll get it to Trey Knutson. Dump it down on the low block. Trying to use the screen. No reverse layup. Ball to Tim. Tim one dribble. 14-footer no good. Over the back. Ball goes out of bounds. Off BRLD. Probably a break there that Dakota didn't get called for being over the back of Johnson. And UTAN will take it out underneath their own hoop. Still looking to get on the board here two minutes into the championship. Nothing underneath this time as they look for Dakota, so they'll lob it out top to Nelson and set things up. Trying to spread it around here with a good thing to watch here tonight between J- Jackson Johnson of BRLD and whoever he covers. He's now on Dakota. Here's a fadeaway three on the way. Too strong by Knudsen. Offensive rebound. Tim goes to the baseline. Open seven-footer. Bounces on the rim, and it will fall for Nelson. And Utan is on the board with Clayton Nelson on the second chance opportunity here. Lucas Vogt into the front court. Leaves it off the top of the circle here for the big man, Johnson. He'll hand it off to Snyder. Start to drive. Kick it out for a three that might have been tipped. It's out of bounds. What will the officials say? They say it was not tipped from Butler. Simply comes up short and out of bounds. And BRLD will backtrack into the defensive end of the floor here. No full court pressure. Don't know if Utan, if that's something that they want to do as this game moves on. Top of the circle with it for the Chieftains. It'll be Dakota. Hands it off on the screen here to Hayes. Hayes drives right side. Tim. Tim has it swatted out of bounds from the backside by Butler. So another opportunity here underneath. And it will be Chieftain Ball. Lob it inside, and they throw it over the big man. And Dakota can't get it. Fast break. Gatzmeyer, he'll go all the way to the other end and score. He's got all six points to start the game here for BRLD, and they're up 6-2 to two in the first three minutes of our C2 State Championship game here on ESPN. U10 seems to be a little bit more delivered, and as you can tell by the state tournament scores, by the postseason scores, they don't usually get up around 70 and 80 points, although they can when they've blown some teams out, obviously, but they can play a lower-scoring game. They did that against Sutton. UTAN coming in as the number six, uh, number seven seed. Sutton just couldn't get their sixth seed. They couldn't get things going on Thursday. And then knocking off a perennial power in Ponca. Tim off the screen, goes right side. Ball faked by Nelson, starts to drive back out to Tim, and they're going to call a hand check foul as he faked the three on BRLD. So the foul will be called on vote. That'll be the first foul of the game on BRLD. And the Chieftains will take it out in front of the Wolverine bench. With that black uniform and the blue and gold trim on the right wing. Good ball fake driving in. And before he can score, Colby Dakota is fouled. We've seen that a little bit more today in the state finals than usual. And Jackson Johnson gets his first. Remember, Jason Simon's already on the bench for the Chieftains of Utah with two early fouls. So the basketball in to Simon. Simon at the high post, doesn't take the shot, backs it back out to Knudsen. Knudsen off the high pick and roll, gets it inside, but jumping up to steal it away, Jackson Johnson as they try to get it to Simon. Fast break the other way, poked away from behind by Tim, and it'll go out of bounds. BRLD will maintain possession. And to throw it in for the Wolverines will be Lucas Vogt. Right side of the key here. Everybody's lined up on that side of the baseline. Off a couple of screens, back to Vote. Puts the ball on the floor, into the lane. A little floater up and in. And Lucas Vote becomes the second Wolverine to score here. And BRLD is up by six. Eight to two, 340 to go here in quarter number one. And the ball goes right through the hands of the Chieftains and out of bounds. 
So we have the fifth turnover of the first quarter already on the Chieftains. Remember, they turned it over in twice in the first 30 seconds, and we've got our first television timeout. Brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994, located where you need is specializing in you. The C2 Boys State Final, BRLD 8, UTAN 2. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. Adams County Bank meets your personal and business needs. Experienced Adams County Bank employees provide excellent customer service and know customers by name. The Adams County Bank supports local organizations, making a difference in the lives of people living here. Decisions are made quickly and by people living in the communities Adams County Bank serves. Large enough to serve your personal and business needs, yet small enough to know you. Let the Adams County Bank show you what they have to offer. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. And welcome back to the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth situated here at Pinnacle Bank in Lincoln for the C2 State Boys Championship. Carney Towing is on the road bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road from heavy duty towing to roadside assistance. Call Carney Towing and Repair. When you need us, we'll be there. 341 to go here in the first quarter of play. And it is BRLD, the number one team in the state, leading UTAN by a score of 8-2 coming into the state tournament. UTAN was rated fifth by Stu Pospisil of the Omaha World Herald. We'll be talking with Stu later today at halftime of our Class A game. And we are back to action here as BRLD will have the basketball in front of us with a six-point lead. Working around the perimeter against the man-to-man defense. Try to lob it inside. They find Johnson, and he is mauled. He'll go to the line and shoot two. Dylan Butler was in there, and so was Dakota. And Dakota is going to be called for the foul. Again, you have Simon on the bench with two fouls. And they should be able to get it into Johnson here working on Dakota. They can get both the big guys in foul trouble here for the Chieftains. But the free throw off the front of the iron is no good. Second free throw coming up for Johnson. Averages 10.6.5 rebounds per game here in the state tournament. 10 in the first round against Sutton. Just three yesterday. Second free throw on the way, and that is in. So it's 9-2, BRLD by 7, and UTAN hustles the ball up the court. Wants to get a little pace here, which they have not had so far in the game. A little zone up here out of the timeout for BRLD. See how the Chieftains handle this. Looks like they may switch now back over after getting their early stop. So they do. Tim drives, tries to draw some contact. It's blocked and taken away from behind there by Dylan Butler. And here come the Wolverines. Numbers aren't there, so Gatzmeyer will slow it up. Walk it across the timeline with Lucas Vogt. Good start to the game here for the Wolverines. Bancroft, Rosalie, Lions, Decatur. Squaring up Snyder. Can't get the three. Brings it over here on the wing to Butler. A little bit of a mismatch inside as they're trying to double Johnson. They get a bounce pass into him. The bounce pass takes a funny hop. It's still picked up by Gatzmeyer, and then he's fouled from behind by Will Hayes trying to grab the loose basketball. So we've had a few bounces go the way of BRLD early in this game. That is the fourth foul so far here for the Chieftains. 
who won the 2017 state football championship. And so they have a little bit of that postseason championship experience into Johnson right underneath the hoop, gets squared and scored. And we've got a timeout going to be called here by UTAN as Coach Peterson needs to select some things to get his team going. They have just two points in with 2.30 to go in the first quarter. BRLD 11, UTAN 2, this timeout brought to you by ENT Positions of Carney. Tri-City Storm Hockey returns for its 19th season. The future of professional hockey is right here in the heartland. The United States Hockey League set a record with 57 players drafted at this year's NHL draft. Catch all the Storm's home games at the Viero Center in Kearney. For tickets and other information, visit stormhockey.com. Listen to the Doug and Daddy Show for everything you need to know about Storm Hockey with the Storm Report on 1460 and 1550. Tri-City Storm Hockey, be the Storm. Our state tournament basketball coverage is brought to you in part by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation engine headquarter in Hastings and Sutton. With 2.30 to go in the opening quarter of our C2 Boys State Championship, it is 11-2 BRLD. U10 has the basketball out of the 32nd timeout, needing to generate some offense with their big man on the bench right now in Jason Simon. So Tahota, Dakota will take the shot from eight. Comes up short, no good. Rebound pulled down by Johnson. Off to Gatzmeyer. Outlet pass, front court right side to Lucas Vogt. Good stutter dribble, pull up from the baseline. Eight-footer, no good. Battled around, offensive rebound, put up, no good. Second chance there by Butler was partially deflected by Dakota. And here comes Tim. Outlet pass the other way, and it goes through the hands of his teammate, Clayton Nelson, who was hoping to catch it and shoot it all kind of in one motion while he jumped in the air. But UTAN has turned it over six times already in this game. None for BRLD. And one of the big reasons you've got an 11-2 contest. With it on the right elbow, a little give and go. Johnson comes inside, runs over the defender. No good. Shot will not fall. And coming out of there with it is Trey Knudsen. UTAN was hoping to get the second foul there on Johnson. Pull up jumper Tim. He finally gets one down. And UTAN... Cuts it to 11-4 with their second bucket of the ball game. 90 seconds remaining here in the opening quarter as Vote comes across the timeline, and we are going to get a whistle and a legal screen set here on the big man, Jackson Johnson. So he checks out, and Nick Ronfeld comes into the ball game, a 6'3 senior, the only senior on this BRLD team. He only averages about a point and a half and a rebound and a half. Has two points so far in the state tournament. So both the centers, or big men, are on the bench here with two fouls for UTAN and BRLD. But for UTAN, Simon's been down for over five minutes now. UTAN got the last bucket, but they're still down by seven. Spread the floor here. This is where you would look to maybe go inside with Johnson on the bench. They go pick and roll, get it back underneath, and the catch of the shot is good by Will Hayes. Good little two-man game there with Clayton Nelson. Back-to-back buckets for U10. So out of the timeout, they get some production here. It's 11-6, BRLD. 50 seconds to go in the quarter. Right-hand corner with it is Ron Felt. Reverse it over on the left side of the key, and now here in the corner to Gatsmeyer. Off the screen up top to Snyder. Drives the left side of the key, dumps it inside, and a foul going to be called. It looks like they'll ding Clayton Nelson on this one. The shot was actually blocked from behind, but there were two defenders on him. And so Nelson will get called for the foul, and two free throws are coming up here for Nick Ronfell, who just checked in for Johnson with the two fouls. See if he can add to the BRLD lead. And the first free throw for the big man is up and in. 
Checking in for the Wolverines will be Braden Anderson. 6'2", junior, averages about four points and two and a half rebounds per contest. He has six total points here at the state tournament. Second free throw now for Ron Feld is up, but it is short off the front of the rim. The rebound brought down by Clayton Nelson. 12-6 BRLD, 35 seconds remaining here in the first quarter of play. They'll hand it off to Trey Knudsen. Reverse it over on the left wing. Chieftains bring it up to the top of the circle. Ball on the floor, Dakota. Dakota right side of the lane, decides to give it off the last minute. Tim pulls up from 12 and hits his second bucket. So a nice little 6-1 run here by UTAN, and BRLD sets up for the last shot. 15 seconds remaining as they'll walk the ball up the floor here with Lucas Vogt. 10 seconds to go. Vogt dribbling in play. 7 seconds to go. Time to get going. Vote four seconds to go. He's going to take the shot, fade away in the lane. It's up, it's in, and that's the end of the first quarter of play. It's PRLD, Bancroft, Rosalie, Lions, Decatur, leading U10 after one quarter of the C2 Boys State Championship, 14-8. You're listening to the State Tournament on ESPN Radio, brought to you by Mary Lenning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Whether it's a car accident, storm damage, or fire, when the unthinkable happens, it doesn't matter if you save money in 15 minutes. In this moment, it doesn't matter if your neighbor has the same insurance you do. In this moment, what matters is that Barney Insurance, your independent insurance agent, and the company that stands behind them have you covered. Auto Owners Insurance, the no-problem people. Contact Barney Insurance. Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Or log on to BarneyInsurance.net. can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere? But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. And welcome back to the Boys State High School Basketball Tournament here on Central Nebraska's ESPN Radio Superstation. BRLD in the first corner, shooting 40% from the field. Excuse me, shooting 55.5% from the field. Five of nine, four of six from the line. For U10, they haven't been to the line. They're four of ten, including 0 of two from three-point land. 40% so far on the on the game, 14 to eight. In favor of BRLD, big number, though, turnovers. The first five of the game went against BRLD. Now a couple have gone against, or against UTAM, a couple now against BRLD. So let's get into the second quarter here with a score of 14-8. to It was 11-2 to start the game in favor of the Wolverines, and now UTAM will get the ball to begin this second quarter of play, and they're going to leave the big man, Jason Simon, on the bench with two fouls. On the other side... BRLD will bring Jackson Johnson back into the game with two fouls. So we'll see how long that lasts and how the strategy matches up here. Long opening possession, 30 seconds already gone here in the second quarter. Get it down low, and the little layup bounces in and out for Dakota. Great play. The ball just wouldn't fall through the cylinder, and here comes both the other way for the Wolverines. Hands it off to Snyder. Snyder, ball fake, brings it to the left elbow. Bounce pass inside to Johnson, trying to corral it. It's off his hands, and he throws it into the crowd. Turnover, BRLD. A reminder that all of our sporting action is heard not only live here on ESPN, but online, PlatteRiverPreps.com. PlatteRiverPreps.com, Internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance. 
Kearney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. So if you're listening online from one of the communities playing, we sure appreciate it. Up top of the basketball is Dakota. Pass to him. He's not looking, but he was so far out there, nobody was really defending him, so he goes and grabs the basketball, and they'll reset it here. Will Hayes brings it over to the left wing to Trey Knutson. Knutson trying to spread the floor here against this man-to-man defense of the Wolverines. 14-8, BRLD, 6.45 to go, second quarter. Hayes brings it left elbow, starts to drive, kicks it out for a three. Knutson got it, and we've got ourselves a three-point game after the nine-point lead was established by the Wolverines. Six and a half remaining. Here in the first half of play. Coming up at the half, we'll talk with Alan Gary from the NSAA Board of Control. He is retiring after this year from over at Medicine Valley. We'll chat with him as the Wolverines will fire up a three here. But it won't go for Dylan Butler. The offensive rebound counts up to Gatsmeyer, and they'll get a second opportunity here. Man-to-man both ways. Chieftain's also playing that way. But things have slowed down a little bit here over the last five minutes for BRLD offensively. Bounce pass nearly gets away from Lucas Vote. He'll get it inside. Johnson turnaround jumper from four. Short armed it. Got it back. Put it up. Draws the foul, but it won't go again. So all of a sudden, the ball doesn't want to fall in the basket. After the first game today where we had zero offense in that 30-29 to Auburn win over North Bend, it got a little better in the second half of Humphrey Lindsay Holy Family's win over Bergen, and then a quick start in the Pius Ron Colley game. And then Pius went on to win it in double overtime. At the line will be Jackson Johnson for the second time. He'll put the free throw on the way, and it is good. He's two of three at the line for four points now. Four points for Vote, six points to start the game for Gatsmeyer. Five points for Knutson to lead the way for UTAN. Second free throw now for Johnson. On the way, and it's good. 16 to 11. Wolverines by five. 5.50 to go second quarter here on ESPN. KXPN Carney, KICS Hastings. Driving in. Tim doesn't want the reverse layup. Kicks it in the corner. Knutson for three. Excuse me, that is going to be uh, Hayes for three. It's no good. And the rebound brought down by Gatsmeyer. And here comes BRLD on the right wing with it is Lucas Vote. He just pulls up for three, and it's off the iron. No good. Rebound pulled down by Will Hayes. And here come the Chieftains with Brady Tim. Pushes it up on the right side. Takes it to the top of the key, pulls up for three. It's no good. So the teams exchange transition threes that are missed. Johnson with the rebound. BRLD slows it up this time to set something up in the half court. Backing it out is Gatsmeyer while keeping the dribble here. Guarded out top by Will Hayes. Again, you still have Jason Simon on the bench now for nine minutes. Inside Johnson, reverse layup, up and in. So he's playing with two. Simon is sitting with two. The coach is now discussing whether to put the big man back into the ball game, and the lead is ballooned back up to seven, 18 to 11. Simon looking at his coach going, are you going to put me in? So far, no. Neither team has went too deep. Seven players have played here for BRLD and just the six for UTAN, and we knew that would be the case coming in. UTAN has only had six players score in the tournament. Three at the top of the key. Knutson too strong. Gatsmeyer pulls down the rebound, trying to knock it away, and they force the turnover. Good play over there by Will Hayes after the rebound was yanked down by Gatsmeyer. He was able to slap it off his leg and out of bounds into the Wolverine bench. And the Chieftains will throw it in in the front court, so a second opportunity. Can they make something happen out of it after BRLD has dropped the last four to extend the lead to seven? Tim looking for a ball screen off the right side, a little pick and roll, gets it back out top. Dakota puts it up and hits it just inside the three-point arc. So Dakota knocks down the bucket, and it's 18-13 BRLD. 4-12 to go here in quarter number two. 
Katzmeyer, run of the point here for the Wolverines. Takes the ball from Vogt and swings it over to left-hand corner. Here's Snyder. Snyder back to the top of the circle. Everybody out around the three-point arc except the big man, Jackson Johnson, the 6'4 junior, working inside on Clayton Nelson. Nelson has not been much of an offensive threat. He's in there defensively right now, trying to take care of Johnson. They try to double him a little bit. Good ball rotation here by the Wolverines. Pull-up jumper on the baseline is good for Darwin Snyder. And Snyder will have his first points of the game. 20-13, Wolverines. 3.35 remaining in the first half. Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report coming up. First half stats, a recap of what happened earlier today. We'll talk about the two finals tonight, still to come in A and D2. And as we said, from Medicine Valley, Alan Gary on the NSAA Board of Control. Rebound off the missed shot there for the Chieftains, brought down by Dylan Butler. And BRLD now a chance to match their largest lead of the game or even take a double-digit lead if they bury a three. Top of the circle with it is Butler. Hands it off here to Snyder, who hit the last jumper. Quick rotation down a low block. They get vote posted up. Good bout door bounce pass on the reverse layup. Dylan Butler. BRLD moving the ball extremely well, and now they're up by nine again, 22-13. to 13. They are on an 8-2 to two run after UTAN had cut the original 11-2 deficit to 14-11. So a little game of runs right now, and it's UTAN's turn to answer in the final 240. Will they be able to do so? Knutson top of the circle, wants to drive left side of the key, kicks it out on the wing. Not much inside right now, so they'll take the three in. Knutson short and putting that big paw out there in to bring in the defensive rebound is Lucas Vogt. It looked like it was headed right back to UTAN, and BRLD is going to go ahead and call a timeout. And during this timeout, Jason Simon is going to come back in for UTAN. 2.23 remaining in the second quarter. BRLD 22, UTAN 13. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. Let's talk NSG Transport out of Gothenburg, Nebraska. I'm sure you've seen our burgundy and gold trucks on the road. Ever wonder what those trucks are hauling? NSG is your source for aggregates, concrete asphalt rock, driveway rock, and of course grain and other bulk loads. NSG Transport is a family-owned company that has been servicing Nebraska for over 40 years. Get to know NSG. Go to NSGCO.com for more information. That's NSGCO.com. NSG Transport, Gothenburg, Nebraska. With our producer-engineer, Stacy Johns, Doug Duda back with you here at Pinnacle Bank Arena for State Basketball, brought to you by Impact Seed, your seeds for success. BRLD has the ball at a 22-13 lead with 2.20 to go here in the first half of our C2 State Championship game, trying to extend the lead to double digits right now. Top of the circle with it is going to be Will Gatzmeyer. Other basketball yesterday, Hastings College women knocked out of the NAIA National Tournament. The Husker men will be here tomorrow for their season finale against Iowa. Johnson drives left side of the key, kicks it to Gatzmeyer in the corner. They had a play set up out of that timeout. Now Johnson on the slide against Simon. They don't get it into him. With both guys with two fouls, you'd think that would be the case, but he'll come out and Johnson will take it at the top of the circle. Trying to hand it off here to vote. Really had to work here on Brady Tim. Off the screen, just can't get free. So BRLD will reset it here with Snyder. Snyder into the right-hand corner, open for the three. Gatzmeyer, and he'll hit it, and it is now a 12-point lead for BRLD. 25-13. Up by a dozen now over the Chieftains. Just haven't been able to get much going offensively. Had a couple of jump shots knocked down by Brady Tim, but outside of that, there hasn't been much in the half court. With it trying to drive in Dakota. Dakota up top, he'll get it to Simon. 
who hands it off to Hayes. Will seeing a lot of playing time here in this first half. Minute five to go. Chieftain still being patient. Down by a dozen. They had cut it to three. Top of the key with it, Knutson. Knutson dribbles with the right elbow and kicks it into the corner. Tim, Tim eager to make something happen. Good defense, BRLD, but the Chieftain's really not moving well without the ball right now. BRLD doing a better job of that. Dakota back out. Simon over on the right elbow. Now Tim, he gets a look at a three, and he buries it. So it took a while, but Brady Tim will get his second bucket of the ball game. And it is 25-16, and BRLD, will they hold for one? They're not acting like it. Vote drives, kicks it out of the wing, and Gatzmeyer says, let's hold. He'll dribble out to center court and hand it back over to Vote. 22 seconds to go. One-on-one, Vote picked up the top of the circle against Tim, trying to take him to the rack, dumps it underneath, gets Johnson, the layup is good. Jackson Johnson, and they just can't do much on him with a couple of fouls down low. Ten seconds to go as Tim brings it up. UTAN going to get one more chance here. Tim working one-on-one against Vote. Lobs it down low, gets it to Dakota. Dakota, wraparound pass in the corner. The three at the horn, no good. Kind of had to rush it there, and it would not fall for Will Hayes. And we are at halftime of the 2019 C2 Boys State Championship game. Bancroft, Rosalie, Lions, Decatur, leading UTAN 27-16. When we return, we will have the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. First half stats, a recap of what's happened today, and a chance to chat with Alan Gary of the NSAA Board of Control from Medicine Valley. It's all coming up on ESPN. It's prom time at Gary Michaels Clothiers. Let the experts help you select the perfect tuxedo or suit rental for your special night. For 35 years, Gary Michaels Clothiers has provided quality tuxedo rentals. Choose from hundreds of vests and tie colors, sure to complement any dress. Mark your calendar for the prom event Saturday, March 16th at the Hastings Store. Book your tux and save. Wedding tuxedo rentals are 10% off now through March 30th. Free tux with qualifying rentals and ring bearer pricing. Gary Michaels Clothiers in downtown Hastings and Kearney. Have you ever thought about getting a great deal on your home energy bill? A geothermal system from Carrier is a great deal. A geothermal system taps into the earth to capture free, renewable energy. You can save up to half in cooling, 70% in heating, and another 30-50% to 50% in hot water costs. Start saving with geothermal system from Carrier and Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating and Kearney at 236-6437 or Holdridge at 995-4481. It's cold outside, but they're warming things up during the 63rd Annual Buzz's Marine Spring Boat Show. Visit their warm indoor showrooms at 5th and Central in Kearney, March 23rd through the 30th, and shop their wide selection of new and pre-owned boats, all at warm prices, too. This year, take home a free 15-foot paradise pad with the purchase of a new 2019 deck boat, sport boat, or tri-tune. Take advantage of special show pricing and discounts in the pro shop on tubes, life jackets, and more. That's March 23rd through the 30th at Buzz's Marine in Kearney. Visit buzzesmarine.com to see their full inventory and to learn more and welcome back to pinnacle bank arena here in lincoln halftime of the boys c2 state championship game bancroft rosalie lions decatur 27 utan 16 still to come in class a we'll go at 6:30. omaha central and omaha south who's put together an 11 game winning streak and then we will see the class d2 final johnson brock who avenged three losses this year to fall city sacred heart last night We'll take on Osmond, 
who beat Riverside. Earlier today, Pius in B in double overtime beat Ron Colley. Auburn, their first state title, hitting a three-pointer with one and a half seconds to go to beat North Bend 30-29, and Humphrey Lindsay Holy Family pulled away in the second half for a 61-46 win over Bergen. And in the consolation games today, Ogallala in C1, Ponca in C2, Paxson beat Elm Creek 62-48 in D1, and Riverside beat Sacred Heart 59-54 in D2. They're going to award the Believers and Achievers here at halftime because coming up at halftime of the Class A game, Distinguished Service Awards will be handed out. And when you have uh, put up with some of the grief that the NSAA member schools and media have put on you for a number of years, you deserve to be honored. Well, Fritzen from Kearney and the Kearney Chamber is going to be honored, but so is our next guest here, Alan Gary from uh, Medicine Valley, who with, with all the things said, he is very nervous to put on the headset here at halftime because I've known Alan for 30-plus years since uh, I was an Ord and he was up at uh, Luke County of Taylor and uh, Alan, uh, not a whole lot left here in the run. Uh, thanks for giving us some time. How are you, buddy? Well, I appreciate the opportunity to sit down and visit with you, Doug. It's, uh, it, you're right. 30 years ago, there was this young, wet-behind-the-ears coach that was uh, basically doing the same thing on a hay rack sitting in Taylor, Nebraska. So um, kind of coming full circle. Tell me about uh, how things have changed from when you were in Taylor to where you got today to wanting to be on the, the board and, and help shape a little bit about what's going on in uh, intercollegiate athletics, uh, not intercollegiate, but high school athletics and speech and debate and all that goes on with the extracurricular activities in Nebraska. Well, one of the reasons, uh, the largest reasons I got into the education field was to try and, and provide opportunities for all students. And, uh, and that, that goes beyond athletics into the activities realm. Um, and over the years of being a coach, administrator, the opportunity arose to get on to the NSA board of directors. And uh, I really didn't know at the outset what all it entailed. Um, but it is such an um, outstanding organization with such good people working for them. It's been seven years, uh, and I've enjoyed every minute of it. Um, the, the opportunity that it provided has made me into a better administrator in person, and uh, I, I truly am humbled by that uh, coming into this final year. The board has expanded from six to eight, and that has given more, quote, power to the East, but that is we all have to realize that that is where the population is. So I was going to ask you maybe what the biggest challenge is, but I think part of that answer is going to be uh, as as a representing the West, representing your region, trying to keep things on an even keel for the fewer numbers of schools that we have west of Lincoln, west of York, west of Grand Island, west of Kearney. In, uh, in the seven years that I've been a part of the board, uh, one of the things that seems like to me that um, I'm always having to do is to fight or defend geographic uh, boundaries, be it, or even just uh, making sure that D schools, C schools have the opportunities um, that some of the schools in the in the East are. We wild card was at the beginning of my term, and uh, you know the geographic boundaries. We we keep um, working with our districts to try and get our quote best eight to state, um, and uh, I, I've I've advocated. For, especially for the schools in southwest Nebraska, but largely western Nebraska, um, that there are schools out there, and they do need opportunities. And it, it doesn't necessarily mean 
um, that what we're doing is wrong, but we need to try and keep an open mind um, that uh, there are geographic th issues in this state of distance apart from schools, population changes, the demographics uh, always are moving. Um, and so hopefully uh, that's the great part about this state is we, we're open to change. And uh, um, so the people that work at NSAA work hard to try and make sure that uh, the state is represented from the Wyoming boundary to the Missouri River, South Dakota to the Kansas line. Well, when you have Fall City Sacred Heart playing Crawford, you know something's going on in this great state. And Alan Gary's with us from the NSAA board uh, out of a Medicine Valley. Uh, he'll be uh, hanging it up, but not hanging it up uh, from Medicine Valley uh, necessarily. At least he hasn't told us that yet. Halftime of our C2 game, BRLD 27-16 over UTAN. And, uh, Alan, what is still ahead? What do you want to see? What are the biggest challenges in the next couple, three years here for the for the board? We, we've done the redistricting thing. Uh, a lot of people think we need to uh, maybe take a class out. Some people want a shot clock, and that's just in basketball. What are a couple of things that are still to be addressed here in the very near future? Well, some of it is dealing with our state tournaments. That uh, you know, the last uh, week here, we've heard a lot about size of venues, going to a four-day tournament. What what can we do better? Um, as a school administrator, a four-day tournament scares me because that's one more day out of school, and instructional time is something that. Uh, you seemingly are fighting for all the time. I think that our staff is going to sit down after this tournament and take a look at what we can and can't do um, and try and start working in that direction. Our gender counts, utilizing that for our classification, um, I think that's going to get a hard look too. Um, hopefully we get a chance to see where that takes us. Um, but um, it, that, that has shaken things up, especially in the lower classes. What's the best thing the last seven, eight years while you've been paying attention, ten years while you've been uh, a representative that has happened here? What's the number one change that you have liked the most? Well, it, personally, Doug, the, the biggest thing that, that I've felt um, that was when six-man came back into the fold. Of, and uh, um, that went out when I was coaching and fought hard at that point in time. I think that that's a great thing and get that back. I think all activities and sports need to be under the umbrella of the NSAA. So that, that's a little personal thing that uh, I felt really good about when that came to be. Um, you know, we've done some, some great things with tournaments. Um, we seem to keep growing in popularity, which creates some issues along the way, too. But uh, um, I, I really feel that this organization is going to continue to grow I think you're going to see with the unified sports, I think that's a change that's coming to try and, and make sure that all of our populations within our school buildings have opportunities. Um, so I, I'm very proud of that, too. Well, uh, thanks for being a friend. Thanks for everything you've uh, done for the NSAA. And uh, keep up the good work, buddy. Congratulations well, on your award tonight. I appreciate all that you do, Doug, for the student-athletes of the state of Nebraska. I try. <laughs> Alan Gary joining us here. He is the czar of Medicine Valley, and he's also done a great job for his uh, region here in the NSAA. He'll be honored along with others at halftime of the uh, Class A game tonight, and we will talk about that more again. Linnell Fritzen from the Kearney Chamber, among those that will be honored tonight uh, as well with the uh, Distinguished Service Award to the Nebraska School Activities Association. So uh, also going in, Larry Putney, who, of course, has done so much television for NET and is doing that tonight. Chuck Ross and Mike Sloop also to be honored this evening. Halftime, BRLD 27, UTAN 16. We'll look at the halftime numbers of our C2 Boys Championship right after this. 
At B&B Carpet, every day is the right day to get a great deal on quality flooring with our special 12-month financing. So if you're wondering when or where to get that new look, let our flooring professionals help you select the flooring that's right for you and your budget. Our quality installers will have you living in comfort in no time. So come on in today or tomorrow to B&B Carpet and Donovan and see why people say that's where we always go. Experience matters. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center have physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children. See Drs. Conley, Johnson, and Owen at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to them. Their main office is located in Kearney. However, they're where you are with five satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska. Providing the highest quality care to everyone, ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center specializing in you. Back on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report, a quick look at our first half numbers for UTAN. We have Trey Knudsen with five points, Brady Tim five points and a rebound, Clayton Nelson two points, two rebounds, Colby Dakota two points, three rebounds, and Will Hayes two points, two rebounds. Eight points in each quarter, 16 points, 10 rebounds, no free throw attempts, two of eight from three-point land, one block shot, and five turnovers. UTAN, seven of 20 from the field. They're shooting 35%. Foul situation, Nelson and Simon each with two. For BRLD, Will Gatzmeyer leads the way with nine points. He has two rebounds. Dylan Butler, two points, three rebounds. Lucas Vogt, four points and a rebound. Darwin Snyder, two points. Also with nine points, Jackson Johnson and six boards. And Nick Ronfeld has one point. 14 in the first quarter, 13 in the second at the half, 27 points, 12 rebounds, 6 of 8 at the free throw line, 1 of 4 from 3-point land, 2 blocks and only 3 turnovers, 10 of 18 from the field, shooting 55.5%. Foul situation, Johnson does have 2. And at the half, it's Bancroft, Rosalie, Lions, Decatur, 27, UTAN, 16. You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. For quality, dependable trash hauling service for your farm, home, or business, contact the professionals at Ravenna Sanitation. The second half is next. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. And welcome back. Nate Fisher pitching today for Nebraska has thrown eight innings of no-hit baseball down at 21st-ranked Baylor, and Coach Darren Erstad has decided to pull him from the game in favor of Robert Palkert in the ninth inning. Nebraska's up 2 to nothing. bottom of the ninth, still have the no-hitter going, but Nate Fisher has been taken out of the ball game with a no-hitter 84 pitches in. I know it's early in the season, but 84 is not a huge number. And a decision there by the coach. Oh, so rare for a no-hitter. More rare in college baseball. And Nebraska trying to hang on now with a 2 to nothing lead, scoring one in the top of the ninth. Two runs, eight hits, one error. No runs, no hits, one error so far for Baylor. Nebraska won yesterday 12-4. to Let's go ahead and let you know that our Seeds to Success are brought to you by 
Your Impact Ag partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis, Pioneer knows more about seeds with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans. Get the best for your field this year with Craig Weeches or Todd Travis, your Pioneer seed dealer, science with service, delivering success. And uh, in this ball game uh, for the Chieftains, they've got to find a way to stay out of foul trouble. I think that really threw off what they wanted to get done offensively. BRLD has just got to continue to move the ball. They're playing really good here at 27-16. Their spacing is good. The Chieftains have kind of changed things up about what they want to do from time to time. Do they stay man? Do they go zone? A lot of screening, and there's a screen and roll inside. BRLD missed a little layup, though, to start the second half with Dylan Butler. The ball goes out of bounds. Last touch by the Chieftains. UTAN had some early problems hanging on to the basketball, but did much better in the second quarter. So that is a start. But BRLD up by 11, 27-16, and they have the ball as they move from left to right and UTAN right to left here in the second half. Lucas Vogt decides to cast up a three at the top of the key. No good, but Johnson gets the rebound, and he'll put it right back up and in. I think Jackson Johnson, yes, Will Gatzmeyer's been strong, but Johnson's been the story here. They haven't been able to match up with him for UTAN, and he's had a great start to this basketball game, now with 11 points and 7 rebounds in the game, and we've just started the second half. Three-pointer, Knutson puts it up. It's no good. Boards also favoring BRLD, and they'll pull this one down. Up the floor with it is Vote. Vote left side of the key, almost lost it, kicks it out for a bit. Butler three, no good. Rebound, Jason Simon. Can they get him going again? He's not a big score. He didn't even score in yesterday's win over Centennial, but you've got to get a little even up there with Johnson of BRLD. He comes out and takes it to the top of the circle, swings it over here to Knutson. Knutson back up top, Simon off the ball screen, drives right side of the key, decides to kick it into the corner, no shot, and back out again. Tim's about the only one that will penetrate and shoot, and he does again here from the free throw line, but it rolls off the rim, no good. And the rebound brought down by Johnson, his eighth. So a 13-point lead for BRLD. That is their largest of the game, and they are shutting down this UTAN offense. In fact, they're just not getting a lot of good looks. A three in the corner is up and in by Darwin Snyder. They get balance scoring throughout the season. They're getting a good balance here from their top three so far this afternoon, and the score is doubled up. 32-16, the first five of the second half belong to the number one Wolverines. Top of the circle, Simon drives right side of the key, finally takes the shot. It's up no good. Rebound brought down by Butler, and he'll hand it off to Gatsmeyer. Drives by the defender in Clayton Nelson all the way to the rack, and then the ball slips out of his hands, and it'll be a turnover on the Wolverines. You're listening to the State Basketball Tournament here on ESPN Radio. 32-16. BRLD pulling away. Simon, top of the key for three. No good. Comes straight down to the hands of Gatsmeyer. Outlet pass right wing to Vote. Vote will push it up the floor. Between the legs with a dribble. Looking for a screen. They'll reverse it quickly over to Snyder, who just buried the three from the left corner. Not looking this time. He'll go to Vote. And the Wolverines will reset the offense here against the Chieftain man-to-man. Off the screen, they find Darwin again. Darwin Snyder, nowhere to go. He'll hand it off to Butler. Very deliberate. And they have done such a good job as they go for the steal. Now attacking because they didn't get the steal. And Johnson will get the layup. Katzmeyer on the assist. 13 now for Johnson. How long can UTAN go without burning a timeout here? It's a 7-0 run to start the half. A pull-up jumper is in and out. No good by Knudsen. Another rebound. One and done for UTAN as Johnson hauls it down. What a first three minutes of the third quarter for BRLD and especially Jackson Johnson. 34-16, an 18-point lead. We have not had this big of a lead in the first three games this early. The only game that actually got out of control was late in D1. 
Humphrey Lindsay Holy Family pulled away from Bergen. Top of the key, Johnson starts to drive, kicks it out for Butler. A three-pointer is around and out, no good. Rebound brought down by Knudsen. Up ahead, they try to find the big man, Dakota. Dakota brings it in, and he'll draw some contact and at least get to the line to shoot two. Could have been on any number of the young men inside. They'll call it on Will Gatzmeyer. So his first of the game, and at the line to shoot a pair here, will be Dakota. He has not been to the line. In fact, this will be the first free throw of the game for UTAN. And it rolls off the rim no good. In that first half, 6 of 8 for BRLD. None attempted for UTAN. Second free throw on the way, and it's short. Missed them both. Rebound brought down by Butler. And there's just no signs of offensive life right now from the Chieftains. We have played almost half of the third quarter already, and UTAN hasn't scored. BRLD puts up seven. We're going to get a foul away from the basketball here. Is it an illegal screen? Yes, it is. Nobody was really sure. Nobody had moved to the other end. Gatzmeyer is going to pick up his second foul here in about 40 seconds, and that will give the ball back over to the Chieftains. 34-16, 34-16, BRLD, 4.18 to go here in quarter number three. Chieftains have yet to score in the second half. Tim off the ball screen, right side, draws the double team still all the way around, wraps it into the corner here for Simon. Not a three-point shooter, throws it back up top, picked off. Picked off by vote. Vote to the other end, the layup is good. 36-16. Tim trying to bring it all the way to the other end and does it. He'll go out and shoot a three. It's short, no good. Following the shot and pulling down the offensive rebound, Trey Knutson, a rare offensive board here. They'll get it into the paint for a short jumper that's knocked down by Clayton Nelson. So Nelson will get U10 on the board with his second bucket, four points, but a 9-0 run to start. The third quarter It was an 11-2 start to the game for BRLD. So U10 out of the gate slowly in both halves and now down by 18 with three and a half to go in the third. Omaha Central, Omaha South will be next in Class A at 6.30, and then Johnson, Brock, and Osmond. That and C1, probably the two most surprising finals here today. Driving the baseline, short jumper, Schneider hits the heel, won't go. Rebound brought down by Tim. He works his way down the middle of the floor, but it's a three on five. He'll take the floater in the lane. It will not go. Rebound yanked down by Butler. And up the floor again comes Vote. Boat looks at the defense off the screen. He's going to pull up for three. Tim got a finger on it. It's no good. Rebound brought down by Dakota. And back to Tim. Over on the right wing to Knudsen. Clock just continues to run. A very quick quarter. We haven't even got a TV timeout because we haven't had a stoppage of play. But with this foul, we will. The hand check foul on Darwin Snyder. And with 2.40 remaining here in the third quarter of play, it's BRLD 36, UTAN 18. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994. Located where you need us, specializing in you. Adams County Bank meets your personal and business needs. Experienced Adams County Bank employees provide excellent customer service and know customers by name. The Adams County Bank supports local organizations, making a difference in the lives of people living here. Decisions are made quickly and by people living in the communities Adams County Bank serves. Large enough to serve your personal and business needs, yet small enough to know you. Let the Adams County Bank show you what they have to offer. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. It's seafood season at Amigos. The popular fish tacos are back with seasoned grilled fish or shrimp, and they're on special, two for just $5.69. 
There's shrimp baskets, fish and chips, and fish sandwiches. And last year's attention getter is back too, the Crisp Crab Rangoon Burrito. The amazing flavor of cream cheese and crab rolled in a golden crisp tortilla, ready to dunk in our sweet chili sauce. Bring the fish fry home with seafood items from Amigos. Well, the Nebraska baseball team has finished off a 2-0 win over 21st-ranked Baylor. Nate Fisher gets the win. He threw 84 pitches and was taken out of the game with a no-hitter going into the ninth inning. Colby Gomes came in and got the save. They did give up a hit to the number two batter in the rotation to start the ninth inning, so it was not a no-hitter. A one-hitter today for the Husker pitching staff, but Nate Fisher just 84 pitches in, throwing a no-hitter, was yanked. And Nebraska wins it 2-0. The final game of that series is set for tomorrow. Well, Purdue picking up a win today over Northwestern has clinched at least a share of the Big Ten Championship. Michigan and Michigan State battling. Of course, Duke and North Carolina are currently underway. Duke 25-24 over North Carolina with nine minutes to go in the first half. Tomorrow, Nebraska and Iowa, 1 o'clock on the breeze, 94.5. On the inbounds pass, they try to lob it underneath, and a quick foul called on UTAN. We didn't even get a couple of seconds in from that timeout. The foul will be on Nick Ronfelt as UTAN tried to lob it in here to Colby Dakota. Dakota just missed a couple a moment ago. This free throw is on the way, and it's good. Again, fairly young lineup, both sides. BRLD, Ronfeld, who just checked in and got the foul. He's the only senior for the Wolverines who have been ranked number one most of the season. And for UTAN, Nelson and Simon are the only two seniors. Second free throw, no good. Long rebound comes out to uh, Braden Anderson, who also came in during the timeout. So the two big postmen come in. And Jackson Johnson, who has had an outstanding game, is on the bench now with two and a half to go in the third quarter. 36-19, BRLD. Left elbow with it, vote. Drives the left side of the key. The runner's no good. Rebound brought down by Dakota. Outlet to Tim, one on two. Tim looks for a trailer. Kicks it out of the wing to Hayes. Hayes to the baseline. One-hand floater is all met. And Will Hayes will knock down his second bucket. 36-21, Utah fans. A little something to cheer about. But down by as many as 20. Vote drives in off the glass. They let him go. He took it at Jason Simon. And now Simon, he has those two fouls. It's okay to get aggressive again. He sat from the six-and-a-half mark of the first quarter to late in the second quarter, about two-and-a-half minutes, and has had no rhythm in the game. But now you're almost at the end of the third quarter. It doesn't matter if you got two fouls. You're going to go ahead and mix it up a little bit, especially down this many, 38-21. Top of the key, Tim. Look for Simon. Kicked it out of the wing instead, and Knutson puts up a three. It just won't go, and then we've got a foul underneath as two players hit the floor. They're going to call over the back here on Anderson of the Wolverines. So Utah will get it underneath their own hoop. 38-21, BRLD. One and a half to go here in the third quarter. And checking into the game again will be Darwin Snyder. Checking out to get a breather is Gatzmeyer. And Utah has only played six men in this game. Will Hayes, the only guy off the bench, and he's played a lot. Three in the corner on the way for Utah off the inbound. No good. The ball's tipped out to Braden Anderson, and the Wolverines are on their way. Lucas Vogt across the timeline, uses the left-hand dribble to the top of the circle, gives it off there to Butler. Butler off the ball screen, finds Snyder. Snyder picks the dribble up right in his face as Knutson gets rid of it right side. A lot of high screens here, not much action in the paint right now. 
Looking for a little pick and roll, and they lose the basketball. Butler, they lobbed it into him, but UTAN was right there defensively, forcing him to slide the pivot foot, and a turnover here for the Wolverines. Still, the Wolverines are shooting 50% of this game, 15 of 30, 29%, 9 of 31 for the Chieftains. And they've got to find a way here with nine minutes to go in the game. Left-hand corner, Hayes comes out of there, dribbles to the left elbow, behind the back to get out of the pressure, kicks it out for a deep three, and Tim got it. A needed three by Brady Tim. He's got eight points, 38-24, so the 20-point lead is down to 14. BRLD, even with 35 seconds, probably going to hold it. They've lost just a tick of momentum, so no need to force it and give UTAN an opportunity to put another bucket on the board. Just holding it is Lucas Vogt, and the Chieftains are going to let him do it. Head coach Justin Peterson of UTAN calling the defense here. And just holding the ball at midcourt is Lucas Vogt. Brady Tim about 10 feet off of him. Now with 12 seconds, here we go. Vogt looking to the right. He'll get it over here to Snyder. Snyder off the screen, five seconds top of the key. They're going to end up forcing a shot again. A top of the key, deep three is in and out, no good by vote. And we are at the end of the third quarter of the C2 Boys State Championship game. It's Bancroft, Rosalie, Lions, Decatur, 38, UTAN, 24 on ESPN. For the last 110 years, Aurora Cooperative has believed that by joining together, farmers can accomplish things they cannot accomplish alone. We know it hasn't been an easy year, but together we have worked hard to make the most of each situation for your farm or ranch. We know that our success shows up in your bushels per acre and rates of gain, but it really becomes reality because of our understanding for your farm. It is measured in your trust in us at Aurora Cooperative. Tougher together, Aurora and you. When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer corn products feature high-performance trait packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. The Boys State High School Basketball Tournament brought to you on Central Nebraska's ESPN Radio Superstation in part by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. BRLD 38, UTAN 24 as we head to the fourth quarter of play for BRLD. It is Jackson Johnson, 13 points and 9 rebounds so far in the contest. 9 points for Will Gatzmeyer. He scored the first 6 of the game. For UTAN, eight points for Brady Tim to lead the way as they are shooting 31% to 48.5% for UTAN. Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month is brought to you by BNB Carpet and Donovan. Be sure to log on to PlatteRiverPreps.com and nominate your favorite athlete for Athlete of the Month. One boy and one girl winner will be listed on PlatteRiverPreps.com. Brought to you by BNB Carpet of Donovan. This last month's winners coming out of February into March, Grady Grease. State champion wrestler, Grand Island Northwest. And in swimming from Adam Central for the girls, Morgan Baker. Congratulations to both of those athletes. UNK Wrestling, four in the finals tonight at the Division II National Championships. So best of luck to those guys. Storm Hockey, a winner last night. They're home again tonight against Sioux City at 7.05. 
And Nebraska baseball, a 2-0 winner today. Danger football also home tonight. Utan turns it over on their opening possession, going to the other end. Snyder, he'll put it up. No good. Was well defended by Tim. Offensive rebound grabbed by Vote. Vote kicks it out top to Gatsmeyer, and they'll set it up. The start to each corner, and I know they only have 24 points, but it's been rough for Utan. Had a chance to cut it to 12 there and get something going. Instead, they turn it over, and clock continues to tick here. And this first minute will be gone relatively soon. With the Chieftains not even getting a look at a shot, Gatzmeyer jump pass into the corner to Snyder. Trying to get a screen here, but fighting through that is going to be Knutson. Handed off the top of the circle to Vote again. Vote guarded by Tim, making him work it with his left hand. A little bit better defense as the game has went along here by Utan, but they're still down by 14, and the ball tipped, and it's going to be stolen away. Simon comes away with it. They've got a three-on-two. They get it to Brady. Tim leaves it off on the right side. Hayes' jumper is good, and it's a three-pointer, and that cuts it to 11. Fast break the other way. Gatsmeyer never came back, and he cherry-picks for the layup. So the 20-point lead had been cut to 11, now setting at 13, 40-27, 6.45 to go. Utan, if they can find a way to get one here, that might get their crowd really into the game, even though they'd be down double digits. Up top with it is Jason Simon. Lobs it into Dakota. Dakota looks for the back cutter, and they double him and poke it away here with Dylan Butler. And the eighth turnover here for the Utan Chieftains. Pick and roll other end. Johnson ends up on the ground. They just grabbed his arm, and he's so big and strong. It took a lot to grab that arm. He came down off balance. The foul will be called on Trey Knutson. So the first on Knutson. Foul situation, not a problem. The only player with three fouls in the game is Jackson Johnson leading the way for BRLD, and he's at the line now to shoot two, and the lefty will put the first one on the way. It's no good. Johnson, three of five at the line with 13 points, nine rebounds, a couple of big offensive putbacks in the first half. 11 points for Gatzmeyer now off that layup to start the quarter. Second free throw now for Johnson on the way, and it is no good, but it hit the rim twice, and then it goes out of bounds. Last touched by Snyder. After it hit the rim the second time, all of Utah up there in the air, they were back down on the floor. That gave the advantage to the Chieftains. Earlier today from Central Nebraska, Elm Creek fell to Paxton, 62-48 in the D1 consolation game here in Lincoln. Top of the circle with it is Will Hayes. Hayes trying to get through the double team, has some room, gets it underneath, and the layup is good for Colby Takota. BRLD had tipped it away from Hayes, but when he got it back, that left him a nice little three-on-one of the paint, and he ends up getting the assist, and the Wolverines are going to call a timeout. It's BRLD 40, UTAN 29, state tournament action on ESPN Radio, brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. This timeout brought to you by ENT Positions. Downey Drilling in Lexington is a proud supporter of all the area athletes. Downey Drilling designs and installs complete water well systems for all your water well needs. We drill wells for agriculture, municipal, commercial, domestic, residential, and geothermal loop fields. From the well drilling to the pump installation and service, Downey Drilling Incorporated is your complete water well provider that takes pride in providing outstanding service to all its customers. Online at DowneyDrilling.com. 
South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. Well, our producer-engineer, Stacy Johns. I'm Doug Duda back in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth here at Pinnacle Bank Arena in Lincoln. Six minutes to go in our C2 State Championship. Fourth game of six today in BRLD. Maintaining the lead, 40-29. to 29. They've led from start to finish so far. And they're going to try to get it inside. Ball knocked away, needing some help. Jason Simon, he finally able to corral it, give it off to Tim. They can get it to single digits here. And that would at least get UTAN in the game with five and a half to go. Tim with it at the top of the circle. They spread it out to get it to Dakota at the top. Working on Johnson was to take him to the hoop with those three fouls. They double him and they knock it away. Picked up, though, by Simon out to Tim. Looked for the three. Now drives right side of the key, and he is fouled. BRLD's been poking and poking and poking, and they forced quite a few turnovers and loose ball situations that time. The foul. So Gatzmeyer got his third. Johnson have three. U10 looking to throw it in here. They need a bucket. Things starting to turn their way. Knutes in top of the circle. Kicks it into the corner. A three ball for Simon is all that. The big man who hasn't scored that much gets the job done at the other end. He knocks it away and a foul going to be called. And Simon hits the floor hard because Gatzmeyer cherry picked again. And Jason Simon came down awkwardly. I think he'll be okay. Maybe he's got the wind knocked out of him. But the foul on Simon will be his third. UTAN fans are upset, but that's the right call. Gatzmeyer was already down there. And he definitely ran into him and knocked him down as they show the replay. But, again, this game had got to 20 at 38-18. to 18. And now we're down to 8. UTAN needing a stop. So let's see what happens as they lob it in. Gatsmeyer looked at the three, didn't take it. Top of the circle, they'll go to Butler. Over the right wing. Vote against this Chieftain man-to-man, 40-32, to BRLD. Five minutes to go in the C2 championship. A 14-2 run by UTAN. Their biggest run, obviously, of the game. BRLD getting patient. Don't want to get too patient here, but time to get the ball back into Johnson's hands, you would think. Snyder, crossover dribble through the double team. It goes to Snyder. Snyder runs over the defender, and they call the block. That's a 50-50. He'll go to the line and shoot two. The blocking foul going to be called on Will Hayes, the 5'9 junior. No match for the 6'4 junior in Jackson Johnson. Second foul on Hayes. Johnson to the line. Three of six at the free throw line. And you can hear the huge displeasure as they see the replay. There's no doubt Johnson lowered his shoulder. I'm just not sure if Hayes had good position on him or not. And the free throw no good. In the end here, it might not matter. For UTAN, they've got to make sure and get the rebound here. And they'll have a chance to inch even closer with 4.44 to go in the game. Two games down to the wire earlier today in C1 and B. This one has been a blowout most of the way, and the second free throw rolls in there, so staying at 50% from the line is Jackson Johnson. You can just tell he doesn't look comfortable shooting the free throws. Tim brings it up. 
Hands off of the curl screen here. Right side, Knutson into the lane. It's swatted out of there, but the ball comes up top. Dakota has it to Tim. His three is blocked. Vote blocked it. Tim got it back. He drives in, and instead of shooting the ball, it's knocked away. Tim wants to know where the foul is. Instead, the foul is going to be called on U10, and now for the first time, the fans are going to get into it. That was one of our better exchanges so far this basketball game. Tim came in. Had he taken the shot instead of looking to pass, he might have got the call. Instead, it was knocked out of his hands by Butler. And then the foul called on Clayton Nelson trying to pick up the loose basketball. 4.24 remaining in the game. BRLD 41, UTAN 32, but now UTAN a couple empty shots here. And they have to get back on defense. BRLD by nine. Again, just the second year of the consolidation. Bancroft Rosalie won it in 14, the runner up in 15. Johnson in the paint, backdoor cut, hands it off to Butler who lays it up and in. And now an 11-point lead again here for UTAN. Tim brings it up the floor. Looking for the ball screen. Gets it from Simon. Continues to dribble, but they're really shading him with a man and a half here in this man-to-man defense. Four minutes to go and an 11-point lead for the Wolverines. Right side of the key, Trey Knutson. Looks for some help. And a reach-in foul trying to knock the basketball away here on Snyder. And that will put UTAN into the one-and-one. That's the one thing when you've got a comfortable lead, which 11 points is with 3.49 to go, you don't want to do start poking at the ball and committing fouls 22 feet away from the hoop or farther. So Trey Knudsen will go to the line. Hasn't made a free throw because he hasn't shot one. It's up and in. Haven't been many shot in the game at all. In fact, one of four so far. And we're going to get another timeout called here by BRLD. It's a 30-second timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. 3.49 to go in the game. BRLD 43, U10 33. When the weather changes, so can the performance of your transmission. Hi, this is Wayne with TBK Transmissions, and we want to help you avoid getting stuck in the tough snow. If your 4x4 is not working or your transmission's not shifting correctly, bring it in now. Get your vehicle winter ready with free diagnostics available. The only way is TBK, 2520 Avenue Q, Kearney. Learn more at tbktrans.com. TBK Transmissions, the only way is TBK. And welcome back to high school basketball on Central Nebraska's ESPN Radio Superstation, KXPN Kearney, KICS Hastings. Our tournament coverage brought to you in part by Impact Seed, your seeds for success. As we come back to action here, a one-and-one situation for Trey Knutson for UTAN. The free throw is good, so he hits them both. Made the first, called the timeout. Hit the second, 43-34, trying to trap the ball here. Vote gets through the double team. Looks like they're still going to play a man-to-man defense here, but we're trying to trap in the backcourt in U10. No problem hustling the ball up the floor. Now will BRLD use a lot of clock, or will they continue to attack here? Jackson Johnson in there, kind of a double-edged sword. If he touches it, it's not a bad idea to foul him, but if you don't foul him, he's going to get some points on you. He is just... A 50% shooter today and not that hot for the entire year. Pick and roll. They get it inside for a reverse layup. Dylan Butler on the assist from Will. Gatzmeyer will finish. 45-34. BRLD puts on some token pressure, but it just gets into the hands of Brady Tim every time. They want him to run the point, and it's up to him to find an opening or to get a good assist. 
Tim off the ball screen, looking for Simon. He's covered into the corner for the three. It's well short that time by Knutson. Outlet pass, Gatzmeyer. Cherry picks again, and the layup is good. 47-34, the lead now 13 with only 2.40 to go. UTAN made a run. They got this thing down to 8 at 40-32, to but now BRLD trying to put this one away, and they'll make another steal. Coming out of there with it is Lucas Vote. Vote up ahead, transition, layup blocked off the glass, but they are going to call a foul that will send Butler to the line. And the foul will be on Jason Simon. That'll be his third. The fifth team foul in this game. That is actually, excuse me, the fourth foul on Simon. And up the line to shoot two will be Dylan Butler. Butler has not been to the line, and the first one is rattling around and no good. When we are done, the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. We'll give you a rundown of the final stats, and then we'll take a quick break as we get ready for Omaha South and Omaha Central. Of course, South knocking out Carney in the opening round. Second free throw is good by Butler, and it's 48-34 with 2.25 to go. The Wolverines on top. Can UTAN get hot here? Maybe from the outside. They're going to take a three in the corner. Simon, no good. Rolls off the rim right into the hands of Butler. And now BRLD back in contention and back in shape to put this one away. A hand check foul in the backcourt going to be called here on Brady Tim. It's the sixth team foul. It's the first foul on Tim. And BRLD getting ready to head to the line probably multiple times over the next two minutes, unless they can knock him down and put this one away. Right now, Tim, guarding vote with a left-hand dribble, gives it up, shots it up top. That's the guy, if you're going to foul, that you should foul in this situation. Instead, we're under two minutes to go. Gatzmeyer out top. Well, and there's the foul, but it's on Jason Simon, and that fouls him out of the basketball game, I believe. He thinks he's still in. See, I, that's, I thought he only had four. And they announced before that that was his fourth. Simon thought he only had four. And that's why he went out there and committed the foul. But he has to come out, and Clayton Nelson will be in. And does Coach Peterson have at least another guy or two he can put in there to foul? Because, again, they've only played six players. And so for Jason Simon, the senior, has just played his final moment of UTAN basketball. As he fouls out of the ball game. And a one-and-one one coming up. For Johnson. And the free throw is on the way. No good. Dakota will pull down the rebound. And there's not many chances now that uh, they are going to miss. As Tim, a long-range three. Around and out. No good. Johnson, the rebound, throws it back into the court of play here to Snyder. Tim knew he's got to get a lot of points quickly. And that one was a deep three that didn't go. Vote up the floor underneath Johnson. And there's a hard foul on Tim that will send him to the line to shoot two with a minute 37 Remaining in this basketball game. So back to the line here is Jackson Johnson. 14 points, 4 of 9 from the free throw line. This time, though, to shoot two. And the first one is on the way, and it is no good. Bancroft, Rosalie, Lions, Decatur, Northeast. That's a lot. So we shorten it to BRLD. Second free throw now on the way for Johnson. And it is good. 49-34, the biggest lead of the game, 20. UTAN got it down to 8 at 40-32. But since then, a 9-2 run by the Wolverines. Ball gets kicked. 
Again, earlier today here at the state tournament in C1, Auburn hit a three-pointer with a one and a half seconds to go for the first state title in school history, 30-29 to 29 over North Bend, the lowest-scoring C1 final ever. UTAN gets it in. Knutson steps through the double team, gets it over here to Hayes, drives in with a one-hand runner. It's good and a foul to go along with it. Looks like it'll be on Jackson Johnson, and that will be his fourth. Also today in D1, Humphrey Lindsay Holy Family, 61, Archbishop Bergen, 46. Of course, Bergen beat Elm Creek yesterday in the semis. Then Paxton beat Elm Creek in the consolation today, 62-48. to 48. And in B, we went double overtime. Pius 71-59 over Ron Colley in double overtime, but close basically throughout. Free throw here, though, is no good to complete the three-point play. Rebound brought down by Butler, and he's fouled before he can even pass it away. So we'll walk to the other end and shoot the one-and-one. One. In the consolation games, Ogallala beat Wahoo 74-63 to to end the year at 28-1. and one. That was kind of the final a lot of people thought we would see. Instead, it was in the third-place game. Of course, Ogallala-Wahoo, a lot of history from years ago at the state tournament. A lot made today of the 30-year anniversary of the Wahoo-Pius final back in 89. Know where we were if you were that age. I know where I was watching that game. The miracle comeback by Pius, down by as many as 17, down by 10 in the last minute. Got six points in the last 10 seconds to send it to overtime and then win it. Free throw good, Butler. Second one good, Butler, 51-36. A minute 20 remaining here in the C2 final. Tim brings it up. They know he wants to shoot it, fakes the three, steps up, and it's too strong, no good. Rebound brought down again by Butler, and that should officially pretty much wrap things up here as he throws over the top to Gatsmeyer into the front court, tries to come through the double team. It's tipped but not stolen, a minute to go. And it looks like the Chieftains have backed off. They're not going to foul. They're going to continue to play good defense. The ball tipped away, turnover. Nice job in there to tip the ball away by Clayton Nelson, deflected it off of Butler, and it will be UTAN basketball. Again, not a lot of seniors to honor here, just two for UTAN and Nelson and Simon, and one in Ronfeld for BRLD. They may play for three straight years. They played in the consolation game last year. Floater down the lane is up and in by Trey Knudsen, and a timeout going to be called here by UTAN. They have four. This will take them down to three. But there's only 43 seconds remaining in the state championship. BRLD 51, UTAN 38 here on ESPN. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Doug Duda along with our producer-engineer Stacy Johns. Better wish a happy birthday to my mom, Ruth, today. So happy birthday to mom. I'm sure she's not listening. She's enjoying a Saturday night, but our wish is going out there. We have 43 seconds remaining in our game. Inbounds pass here. They get it to vote up ahead. They lob it into the right-hand corner, and a foul will be called as Braden Anderson actually has come into the game here, a 6'2 junior for BRLD. He'll go to the line. That is the 10th foul, so a double dip here. UTAN just 38 points so far here in this state tournament game, and that is the lowest they've scored all year. They got beat in game four of the year by Freeman, 41-39, to one of two losses 
to Freeman this year, and that was their previous low. As we said, they've played some low-scoring games, and they have been able to get into the 70s and 80s. The first free throw, no good. The second free throw, Anderson, is good. He's going to check out and back in Jackson Johnson. 38 seconds remaining. BRLD 52, UTAN 38. UTAN still hoping to throw in a three and get a timeout. Brady Tim brings it across the timeline. He's just going to drive to the high post. Ball fake, takes it in. They'll let him go. Layup is good. No timeout. 52-40. I think UTAN is going to concede here. And a timeout by BRLD. They were a little confused. They kind of expected a timeout. And a timeout will be called here by BRLD. With just 25 seconds to go, they're up 52-40. to 40. We'll take the timeout with them. Brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. The Big Rack Shack in Kearney specializes in new and used pallet racking, shelving, and material handling equipment. We are also your one-stop shop for heavy-duty welding tables, workbenches, modular cabinets, bolt bins, tie-downs, and powder coating experts on hand, and so much more. Check us out online at BigRackShack.com or stop by 3210 Antelope Avenue in Kearney. The Big Rack Shack in Kearney is a proud supporter of all the area athletes and wishes them good luck. Back here in the Carney Tungan Repair Broadcast booth, 26 seconds to go. BRLD throwing it in. They'll have to check it all the way to half court, but Lucas' vote is there. Vote will be fouled with 24 seconds remaining in the game. 52-40 BRLD. The foul on Brady Tim. And so far tonight, BRLD at the free throw line has held their own 13 out of 21. Not outstanding, but pretty good. And now... I think BRLD going to start to sub. The lone senior, Nick Ronfeld, is going to come back in. And the fans going crazy. Free throw good, 53-40. And coming out of the ball game will be Jackson Johnson. The young man had an outstanding game tonight with 15 points and 11 rebounds. Second free throw no good by vote. Rebound brought down by Dakota. 20 seconds to go. Might be the Chieftains' final possession. Tim for three. It's off the front of the iron. No good. Dakota offensive put back from 10. It is good. 12 seconds to go. Inbounds pass comes here to Lucas Vote, and they're not going to defend him, and he can dribble out the time here. And our fourth state champion in 2019, Bancroft Rosalie Lyons-Decatur. Bancroft, Rosalie won it in 2014. They lost in double overtime to be runner-up in 15, and now they can share it with their friends from Lions Decatur. They win the title here in C2 in 2019, 53-42 over the UTAN Chieftains. We'll be back with the new West postgame show right after this on Central Nebraska's ESPN Radio Superstation and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. 
When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. The name Mary Lanning Healthcare indicates that we are more than just a hospital, that we are in fact focused on the health of this community. And it's about providing it with a little bit more of a family touch and a little bit more care inside of that healthcare component. You know, I always say every hospital is as good as the medical staff that supports it. And we're fortunate to have a fantastic medical staff who is absolutely engaged in what we're doing. It's important that the Hastings community understand that Mary Lanning is is a not-for-profit organization, which means the decisions that govern our organization are made locally. What I want the Hastings community to understand is that our success, Mary Lanning's success, is dependent on their support, which means that you're going to get our best every time you step in the front door. My name is Eric Barber, and I'm the president and CEO of Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Well, it looks like the Sportsmanship Trophies still have to hang out a couple here. It looks like Centennial is going to win it in C2 and Fall City Sacred Heart in D2, if I've got my faces uh, correct over here. So congratulations to those folks. It's time for the new Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. Certified and fellowship-trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. BRLD 54 and UTAN 42, the final score here in our C2 state championship game. 54, the same number that BRLD scored in the semifinal yesterday, coming off the 70-point performance on Thursday. For UTAN, they went 55, 46, and 42. BRLD, your state champion. We'll have the final stats for you here in just a moment. But again, uh, just kind of updating you on some other sports that you may be missing out on. Iowa, Nebraska tomorrow on the breeze, 94.5 here from Pinnacle. Pre-game at noon, tip-off at 1 o'clock. The Hastings College women were eliminated in the second round of the NAIA National Tournament last night. So Hastings is done. UNK is done after the MIAA tournament ended up earlier this week. The Husker women falling earlier this week uh, yesterday to Purdue on Thursday night in the Big Ten tournament. Nebraska baseball throwing a one-hitter today. That one hit coming in the ninth. Nate Fisher actually went eight innings of no-hit ball before he was pulled. And the Huskers beat Baylor for the second straight day, 2-0. And also, excuse me, Archbishop Bergen. That's what we've got over here. That's D1. Archbishop Bergen winning D1 and then Centennial in C2 for that to sportsmanship. Uh, Tri-City Storm home tonight, 7-0-5, coming off a win last night. Uh, as well, so congratulations. The Storm just continue to do well leading the USHL. Let's take a look at our final stats, and first off for UTAN, it was Trey Knudsen, 9 points, 2 rebounds. Brady Tim led the way with 10 points and 10 rebounds. So for Tim here in the tournament, he ended up with 55 points to lead his team. Clayton Nelson, 4 points, 2 rebounds. Colby Dakota, 7 points, a team high, 9 rebounds. Jason Simon hit that one three-pointer for his total. He had 2 rebounds. And Will Hayes off the bench with a nice performance, 9 points and 3 rebounds. For UTAN, 16 points in the first half. 26 in the second half, including 18 in the fourth quarter, but they were down as many as 20, cut it to 8 
at 40-32, but then a 9-2 run by VRLD put it away. 42 points, 24 rebounds, 3 out of 7 at the free throw line, 5 of 19 from 3-point land, 1 blocked, 9 turnovers in the basketball game, and UTAN shot 17 of 47 from the field for 36%, as UTAN will end the season 23-6, and and the C2 state runners-up. For BRLD, Will Gatzmeyer had the first six points of the game, finished with 13 points, three rebounds. Dylan Butler, nine points, 11 rebounds. Lucas Vogt, nine points, three rebounds. Darwin Snyder, five points. Jackson Johnson, huge game tonight, 15 points, 11 rebounds in the double-double. You also had Nick Ronfeldt, one point, and Braden Anderson had two points and two rebounds. BRLD had 27 points in each half. They finished with 54 points, 31 rebounds. 14 out of 23 from the free throw line. 2 of 10 from three-point land. Five blocks. Butler and Vote had two each. And there were nine turnovers in the game. Eight steals for BRLD. They shot 19 out of 37 for the field. That's 51.5%. Maybe the best shooting percentage from last week or this week in the state finals belongs to BRLD as they capture the state championship 54-42 over UTAN and end the season at 27-1. And we'll wrap things up on the New West Post Game Show right after this. Friesen Chevrolet is your one-stop shop. If you're looking for a great selection of both new and pre-owned vehicles, their neighborly sales staff are happy to help you. If you need parts, Friesen Chevrolet has one of the largest on-hand inventories of Chevy parts in Nebraska. And for service, be sure to bring your car in for anything from oil changes to engine replacements. For sales, service, and parts, visit FriesenChevrolet.com. If you're smiling while you're driving, Friesen is the reason. Friesen Chevrolet, just off Highway 6 in Sutton. Let's talk NSG Transport out of Gothenburg, Nebraska. I'm sure you've seen our burgundy and gold trucks on the road. Ever wonder what those trucks are hauling? NSG is your source for aggregates, concrete asphalt rock, driveway rock, and of course grain and other bulk loads. NSG Transport is a family-owned company that has been servicing Nebraska for over 40 years. Get to know NSG. Go to NSGCO.com for more information. That's NSGCO.com. NSG Transport, Gothenburg, Nebraska. Still two finals to go. Omaha Central, Omaha South will tip off here in about 30 minutes, so about 6.40 is uh, anticipated tip-off time. And then the final game tonight in D2, Osmond and Johnson Brock. Lincoln Pius X in B, Auburn in C1, BRLD in C2, and Humphrey Lindsay Holy Family in D1, your champs so far. And you've been listening to the new West Sports Medicine Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. Certified and fellowship-trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. Schedule your appointment today. For our producer-engineer, Stacy Johns, I'm Doug Duda. Four games in the books, the final score. Bancroft, Rosalie, Lions, Decatur, 54, UTAN, 42. We'll be back in about 20 minutes for Omaha South at Omaha Central here on ESPN Radio. The proceeding has been a Platte River Radio ESPN Tri-City Sports production brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, visit platteriverpreps.com.